I don't know if you've seen it, but all over the country, literally in almost all 50 states, Republicans are doing everything they can to fight against voting rights, to fight against police accountability, to fight against civil rights. And I want to unpack how they're doing it. And don't misunderstand what I'm about to say, but how they're doing it is, yes, diabolical, but also smart and really effective. And I want to tell you how we can fight back against what they're doing. And in some ways, I want to talk about how we can learn from what they're doing and do it in the cities where we have power, where we have control. Let me unpack and explain it. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The, the, the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. Hey, everybody. There is a brand new podcast exclusively on Spotify, hosted by Barack Obama and Bruce Springsteen. And I want you to give it a listen. You might not expect that these two men have much in common, but they're actually close friends whose lives have crossed paths in many unique ways. In Renegades, born in the USA, we get to eavesdrop as they reminisce about their hometowns and their role models as they explore manhood and fatherhood and examine the painful distance between the American dream and the American reality. And they chronicle their stories of growing up, and they connect their experiences to the larger search for community and truth. Listen, I wasn't sure how much I was going to love this podcast, but it's actually really great, very intriguing, and I want you to give it a listen. Don't miss Renegades, Born in the USA, and listen free only on Spotify, Check it out and let me know what you think. I don't know if you see exactly what's going on around the country. And I start by saying I don't know if you see it because, you know, I live in New York and it can be hard for me to see what's happening in Mississippi or Georgia or Michigan or Wisconsin or Texas. And if you're in Texas, it can be hard for you to see what's happening somewhere else. And so right now, all over the country, Republicans are understandably reeling from the shellacking that they took in the presidential campaign. Obviously, Donald Trump lost. Joe Biden won. Joe Biden won. In the Electoral College by a significant margin, he won the popular vote by a significant margin. In great part, Joe Biden won by such huge margins because of early voting and absentee voting. And what we see all over the country right now, uh, particularly in Georgia, where Republicans not only lost the presidency, And, you know, it was Georgia in some ways that really put Joe Biden over the top. But they lost two Senate seats to John Ossoff and Raphael Warnock, which is extremely painful. I'm sorry to laugh, but it's extremely painful for Republicans because 
What that really means now is that Democrats control the House, the Senate, and the presidency. And in huge part, it's because places like Georgia put Democrats over the top. The problem is that while Democrats beat Donald Trump in Georgia in the presidential race, and while John Ossoff and Raphael Warnock won those statewide Senate seats, Republicans still control the entire legislature in Georgia. They still control the governorship. And that's the case in a lot of places all over the country where Joe Biden won and Democrats won statewide races and Senate races, but Republicans still control the legislature and sometimes the legislature and governorship. And so what they're doing and Georgia is probably the best example of this, and I'll have an example in Kentucky next and some in Texas as well. But in Georgia, Republicans who control the governorship, they are, they, it's a Republican attorney general and they control the House and the Senate. They can pass and sign any anti-democratic, I don't mean Democratic Party, any anti-voting rights bill they want. And that's exactly what they're doing. They're trying to do anything they can to limit early voting and to eliminate absentee ballot voting, which tens of millions, maybe even over 100 million um, voters used, particularly that lean toward the Democratic Party used in this past election. And that's, the, that's always been the name of the game for, for Republicans to figure out how can we make voting harder, more difficult. And it's, it's shameful, first and foremost, but it's also really effective. And what they found is, even though they had already passed these draconian voter ID laws in the name of limiting uh, voter fraud, of which there is very little, and almost everybody that's ever arrested for voter fraud, ever charged with voter fraud, Almost everybody that's arrested for that is a Republican. But they are now trying to figure out how can we make it harder to vote at more locations. So they're trying to limit the number of voting locations. How can we limit the number of days? Particularly, they want to eliminate voting on Sunday. And it's known, particularly across the South, that a lot of churches do what's called souls to the polls where buses and vans and caravans of cars and trucks and will, will take people to um, voting locations for them to be able to cast their ballots. And that's easy and helpful for people. It's not voter fraud. These are registered voters who are going there to cast their ballot, but they're trying anything they can to limit the days. It's affecting my friend Gary Chambers right now they had one week of early voting in Louisiana, but now the week before the election, the election's on this Saturday, you can't vote today or tomorrow or Wednesday or Thursday or Friday. Uh, there's only one day of voting left. It's on this coming Saturday. And it's like, why not allow people to vote all week? And the same is also true in Louisiana where they've made it incredibly difficult to vote by mail, to vote you know, through absentee ballots. And the truth is, 
that even though we see some light at the end of the tunnel with this coronavirus pandemic, the truth is people need to be able to vote from home just for their health. A thousand people are dying still almost each and every day. It is still deadly. Only about 10% of all Americans have been vaccinated. The inverse of that is true. 90% of all Americans have not been vaccinated. And so people want to be able to vote from home for their health, for their family's health, for their loved one's health. And yet we see these bills passing, going against voting rights all over the country. The Kentucky State Senate just passed a bill that I thought there was no way in hell it would pass. Of course it did anyway. To make it a crime for you to insult a police officer. Literally, they're trying to make it a felony for you to say something insulting to a police officer. And they're trying to make it such that if you are arrested during a protest, that you will be jailed for at least two days. Like, it's like, no, 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 no. You should be able to be bailed out immediately. And they're trying to create all of these different things to stifle voting, to stifle protest, to stifle civil rights. There's a new bill, SB 21, that they're trying to pass in Texas right now. And it, if it passes through the legislature, no doubt it'll be signed by the governor there, also a staunch conservative, that basically is going to make it illegal for bail funds. And you may know bail funds across the country were created to be able to bail out protesters and demonstrators and civil rights leaders this summer as people were protesting for Brianna and George Floyd and Ahmad, And all of a sudden, they want to make it to where bail funds aren't going to be able to bail people out. And they're going to make it such that if a bail fund wants to bail you out, that if your bail is above $2,000, that won't work. In other words, they're trying to figure out what are the ways that civil rights leaders, human rights leaders, voting rights leaders, what are the ways and practices that they're using that are working? And how can we limit them? How can we crush them? And not only do we need to fight to stop these things from passing and and being signed into law, we also have to learn from what they're doing. And in the places where Democrats control state legislatures and the governorships, we need to pass as many bills, as many laws, you know, as we possibly can. But we also need to figure out in the cities that we control. Because while Democrats control a few state governments, Republicans control more, but Democrats normally control cities. And how can we, in our city councils, in our mayoral positions, in our county commissioner boards, how can we smartly fight for voting rights, for criminal justice reform and changes? How can we fight for substantive policy shifts city by city, county by county, in the same way that conservatives are doing all over the country in state government? I'm going to put a lot of my effort and energy there in 2021 to figure out How can we change policies? How can we change the accessibility of voting? How can we fight for civil rights and human rights city by city, county by county, and in some places, state by state? Because 
as they try to undermine us in the same way, it's not enough for us to stop them. That's us being defensive. We also have to be offensive and figure out ways that we can pass smart, progressive change all over the country. Listen, I've got to run, but I'm deeply, deeply grateful for all of you who are joining at thenorthstar.com. In just a few weeks, we're actually going to start removing the podcast from Instagram, and it's only going to be back on Apple and Spotify and at thenorthstar.com. But any of you who are members of thenorthstar.com, I'm so incredibly grateful for your support. Thank you for joining. And if you have not yet become a member, you can join now at thenorthstar.com. Take care, everybody. Break it down. Hey, it's Sean here. And I just want to thank you for supporting the podcast, which is created and produced by The North Star, a Black-owned and operated grassroots media platform that's fighting for liberation journalism. If you want to support the work we do, go to thenorthstar.com today to become a member and gain access to over 2,000 articles and over 500 podcasts. We're the only place doing this type of work and we can't do it without your support. Go to the northstar.com and become a member today.